Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, Super Tuesday edition of the program. And today we're not going to talk about anything political. Nothing whatsoever having to do with politics at all. Unless it's gun control. Because that's going to become a big topic now that we've had not one, not two, but three mass shootings in the People's Republic of California over a 48-hour period. And it's only a matter of time before the White House and Sacramento starts talking about how we need common sense gun laws, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we'll get into that later in the hour here. We've got some good news to report to you and some even better news from author Wendy Speak, who's got a brand new resource that says she's going to join us to talk about. First of all, I wanted to thank some folks. Before we get into the, okay, and the politics side, not only guns, but also with abortion laws. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the People's Republic of California, back on November the 8th of 2022, we passed one of the most, actually, I think the worst abortion law in the history of mankind. It's worse than, remember last week on Sanctity of Life uh, Day on Friday the 20th, I was talking about the seven nations, six or seven nations, that have the worst abortion laws. And the U.S. was one of them. Canada was one of them. North Korea, South Korea. I mean, it's just, it's awful to think about how little rights preborn children have. And yet there are bottom line listeners who are standing with preborn to make sure that every one of these kids has an opportunity to live. I mean, 64 million children in the United States, we will never meet this side of eternity because of abortion laws. But Every time a woman goes to a preborn health center, I can't beat this drum enough, and sees the ultrasound image of her child. And here's the heartbeat after getting that pregnancy test. And again, these are tests that are provided for no cost to the mother because we donate the funds to preborn so they can show. I want to thank Diana, who uh, called in from Carson with a $140 donation to preborn. Uh, Diana's $140 donation. Uh, means that five kids, that provides five ultrasounds, $28 per ultrasound, five children will get the opportunity to live. And statistically, uh, four of those five kids will, in fact, live. 83% of the women who go to a preborn clinic and see the ultrasound and hear the heartbeat choose either life in the form of the child is born and welcomed into their family, or the child is born and then released for adoption. And for every family, and this is, I've not seen a statistic updating this, for every couple who are, have, go through the adoption process, are screened and qualified to become adoptive parents, for every couple who goes through that process and becomes adoptive parents, there are 37 other couples waiting to adopt. Qualified, screened, ready to go. So if you or someone you know is facing an unplanned pregnancy, or maybe just say, hey, look, you got five kids, and maybe you think six is going to be too many. Please do not end the life of that child. Know that there are families that will adopt your child, and Preborn is a great clinic to start. Thank you, Diana, for that $140 donation. Five more kids will be saved because of your donation. Well, at least four, possibly five. Uh, 833-850-BABY is the number to call. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go to kbrightradio.com, go to rogermarsh.com, and you'll find a link there for a preborn banner. And that banner has a couple of babies now, uh, wrapped in swaddling cloths and looking very cute and peaceful. And it's just a reminder of the number of kids who will be saved because of your tax-deductible donation to preborn. 
and uh, I'm grateful that uh, Diana made the donation. I also want to thank Victoria and Elisa Viejo, called in a $25 donation. Um, Theodore in Lakeside, a $28 donation as well. Guys, thank you so much. Every interval of $28 provides one more ultrasound. But I want to take this a step further because something is there's kind of a phenomenon that's been happening here all across the country. And it's happening with Crawford Broadcasting Media. I, I'm not sure why. There's a major ministry that is currently doing a fundraising thing right now. And I saw their ad the other day. They said, hey, your $60 will save one life. And I'm like, what, $60? It's 28 bucks." And then I started thinking about the number of ultrasound machines that have been donated through Preborn. And I want to, I, I want to stress this to you. Um, not because it's a competition between stations. It's kind of a healthy competition. But our friends at WMUZ um, in Detroit, uh, Bob Duco, Chris Stevens, are, are also uh, beating the drum for preborn. Our friends in Birmingham, of course, National Crawford Roundtable. And it seems like every week, this is the craziest thing, every week since Christmas week, at least one listener to one of our programs has donated a, an ultrasound machine. The week of Christmas, it was here, yours truly. The first week after New Year's, it was Bob Duco's program. Yesterday, Chris Stevens in um, in Detroit, he's the morning guy there, comes on before Bob. Uh, someone donated $7,500 for half uh, an ultrasound machine. And the reason I want to stress this here is ultrasound machines do save lives in this form. When a woman goes to a preborn clinic, gets a pregnancy test, which she doesn't have to pay for. If you go to Planned Parenthood, woman has to pay for her pregnancy test. If you go to Planned Parenthood, they'll do an ultrasound so that the abortionist knows how to kill your child. At a preborn clinic, the woman goes in and has an ultrasound done so mom can see basically the first baby pictures of her kid and hear the heartbeat for the first time. We offer you know the opportunity for you as a bottom line listener to give a $28 donation like Theodore did out of Lakeside or a $140 donation like Diana did um, you know, those $140 donations. We also had Robert in San Diego who gave a gift of $140. Every interval of $28 is one more ultrasound for one more baby. But what about the machines themselves? Last year, we started working with Preborn back in October. And between October and today, we have provided six ultrasound machines to preborn clinics in the state of California. And here's why that's important. Every ultrasound machine can provide 250 ultrasounds per year in a preborn clinic. And every one of those machines can get ultrasound activity for at least 10 years. Now, by then, they either start to wear out or the machinery is, you know, the technology is improved. But it's a $15,000 donation to provide one ultrasound machine in a preborn clinic. And we had six bottom line listeners either come forward and say, I'll do the whole 15,000 or here's a matching gift or here's whatever. And six from our little station <laughs> right here in Southern California and Northern California and San Diego and Colorado. So I want, to, I want you to think about this and pray about this. Between now and the end of the month, I'd like to give another ultrasound machine to preborn. Will you think and pray about this? $15,000 donation. It's completely tax deductible. And every penny of that goes to paying for the ultrasound machine. When you hear other organizations say, hey, give us $60 or $100 to save a baby. There's a lot of overhead baked into that, but not with preborn. $28 is the cost of maintaining the machine, going to purchase the machine, maintain the staff who are there, all the additional costs of providing one ultrasound for a woman. But when you amortize the cost of 15,000 
dollars and divide it by 250 ultrasounds per year for 10 years, 15,000 divided by 2,500, what's that put the cost of an ultrasound? Now it's about six bucks a piece over the course of a 10 year life. Will you make that contribution right now? I know there are bottom line listeners who can. Maybe your business can do this. Maybe your church can do this. Maybe you and your Bible study group. Maybe you and your family get together. Maybe you are a grandparents, you and your spouse, and you've got 15 grandkids and great grandkids, and you do $1,000 for each one. I really want to encourage you today. I just feel very strongly compelled, especially since we're talking Super Tuesday and the fact that there are so many more election laws uh, or rather elections that will come up for you know our discussion nationwide uh, over the next uh, 18, 19 months when the next national election happens and more states will be voting to legalize more abortion rights, quote-unquote. 833-850-BABY is the number to call for preborn. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go to kbrightradio.com, go to thebottomlineshow.com, and you can uh, go ahead and uh, make the donation online there. If, you, if your information is basically up to date, you know, for if you've made online purchases and you want to use that card that's on file, you can handle this whole transaction in about a minute. But think of the tens of thousands of lives that you will save with your one-time $15,000 donation to preborn. kbrightradio.com, bottomlineshow.com, rogermarsh.com, you'll find all that information there. As we continue, you have gotten to know over the past several years uh, an author by the name of Wendy Speak. Wendy is the author of the 40-Day Sugar Fast. As a matter of fact, it's something that she led a group of women online to do uh, many years ago. Hey, let's start the year off giving up sugar and see what it does to our bodies, mind, body, and soul. Then she created the 40-day social media fast. I think that's where we first got to know Wendy, where, you know, you look at, you spend how many hours every day, what they call it, zombie scrolling, where you pull out your mobile device and you just kind of flip up and flip and flip and flip and flip looking through Facebook or Instagram or whatever site you're looking at. And many, many women have benefited from this. Well, guys too. Uh, she hosts her on day, uh, online 40-day sugar fast. Every, as a matter of fact, she's in the middle of it right now. And then during Lent, she encourages a 40-day social media fast. Well, now, Wendy's taking the next step. When it comes to God's economy and fasting or feasting, we find that the fast and the feast both have their place. She's written a brand new book on the topic of the latter rather than the former. It's called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. We have a link for this great new book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Wendy Speak is going to join me to talk about why 40-day fasts are important, but 40-day feasts are equally important. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. You know, I just finished a meeting in Africa with a group of guys, and I said to them, here's the deal. They want to know how things are going in the United States. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. Things are crummy. But I said, what you do every day is you get up every day, gentlemen, and you realize that none of this matters. God is in control. And if you believe that, then it, it's all downhill. And, and I said to them, I said, so as we struggle here with the things that we're planning to do here in Africa, it's exciting to see all the things that you guys want to do and the plans you're making. Just know that God is in charge. And, so, and the bad things that are happening in the United States, God is going to work all of them to good, Romans eight twenty eight. That's the only solution is just go back every day to Jesus and ask him, for guidance and what you're supposed to be doing. Amen and amen. Dennis Wilson, Wilson Financial Services, 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to capebrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. 
Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. Getting into a brand new resource that will be a huge help to many people who are looking to grow deeper in your walk with the Lord, deeper in your relationship with Him. And I'm really thrilled that we get a chance selfishly to get Wendy Speak back on the program. We've talked to Wendy about a couple of her uh, books in the past and the fact that she has a, a whole network of people who fast along with her. Her brand new book, though, takes a slightly different approach. It's called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. It is rifling up the charts. It's making its way up very quickly in terms of sales because so many people love this concept and there's a real spiritual hunger for it. So I'm grateful that we got some time with Wendy Speak to talk about the 40-Day Feast today. Wendy, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Thank you. I always love talking with you, Roger. Well, likewise, and our listeners love hearing from you, which is probably more important than us talking is you, you <laughs> speak. So we'll, <laughs> yeah. let, let's get into that. But this this all started, the concept of 40 days and fasting and now feasting, uh, it started with your 40-day sugar fast, did it not? Was that the first one or was it media first? No, it was 40-day sugar fast. Sugar you know, fast. And, and that started actually in a community of moms who were struggling with mommy anger. Can you believe it? I mean, if mm. I had just come at this topic straight on, I wouldn't have um, quite a story where I understand why we are so hungry. But I, I was actually ministering in a Facebook group to moms and dads, but primarily moms who were struggling with anger during their parenting days with their kids. And off the cuff one day, not being super spiritual, I just said, what would happen if we set down sugar for 40 days? Would mm. we be calmer and kinder? Would we be more consistent? Maybe even more Christ-like with our kids, not mm -hmm. riding the, the sugar high in the crash but we found out this wasn't just a physical detox. It was a spiritual fast. We stopped turning from sugar high to sugar high. We started turning to the most high and he didn't just change our diets. He changed everything, not just our relationship with our kids, though that was definitely positively uh, affected. He changed our relationship with himself mm. because we stopped going to the wrong things. And I right. said very naturally as we would do it, you know, guys, we are fasting in order to feast. We are mm. stopping shoving in all this cultural fluff and fillers into our mouths, into our ears, into our eyes, setting down social media, setting down our nightly glass of wine, setting down this, setting down that, shutting down our laptops, shutting down our streaming devices that we're watching Netflix all night. And we're going to start feasting on God's word, because we are such consumers, but we have not been consuming God's word. So let's feast now. And that's what, that's how we got here. Yeah. It's what an amazing journey and and good for you as always for, you know, anytime someone is obedient in following the calling that God leads you to, it's amazing how the interruptions sometimes wind up. You look back and say, well, that was an interruption to me based on where I was going, but that was exactly the next step in God's plan and God's path for my life. And, and yeah. I commend you for following that. Wendy Speak is the author of the brand new book called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. We have a link up at thebottomlineshow.com. How do we put this into motion, Wendy? I mean, obviously this is more than just, but when people talk about you know, fasts or things of that nature. I know a lot of folks who grew up maybe in a Lutheran or Catholic tradition were coming up on Lent here in a couple of weeks, and they're yes. familiar with the concept of 40 days of giving something up. But you're basically inviting us to the table and saying, hey, let's let's talk about the things that we're consuming. What's the best right. way to approach this and get started in this? I, I love that you pointed out that we've got we've got Lent coming up, and that's wonderful. Do you know that in the in the Christian calendar, in the Catholic calendar, the 40 days of Lent are actually 47 days because right. on Sunday, 
they take off the fasting and they do the feasting. They knew that these two things go hand in hand. And like I say, we are, we are setting down something that is temporary and ordinary in order to feast on the one is, who is eternal and extraordinary. Like mm. that has been the goal all along. But with Lent coming up, what's a great way to transition into this feasting? Roger, you know, I've said this. <laughs> Taking the idea, as A.W. Tozer says, to pinpoint whatever is getting in the way between me and my Bible, I want to consider that my enemy, no matter how harmless it may appear to be. So if you feel like, you know what might help me is first pinpointing what it is I am turning to. And if it is turning to Starbucks and it is turning to sugar and it is just grazing all day, perhaps during Lent, doing the 40-day sugar fast, will be the transition into feasting on God's word that you'll want to take. Another idea I've had people reach out saying they're doing the 40-day sugar fast reading in the morning, and then in the evening, they're doing the 40-day feast. Oh. What they want to do is they want to awaken the hunger and immediately take it to the right place. So yeah. the, because I've just launched the 40-day feast, these are the early, uh, you know, the early feedback. But the mm -hmm. point is just that. Let's set down what we've been turning to. Let's awaken our hunger for the only one who's going to get the job done, who's going to satisfy our deepest needs. I love that. Wendy Speak is with me today here on The Bottom Line. We have a link for her website, wendyspeak.com, up at thebottomlineshow.com, and that's speak with two E's, S-P-E-A-K-E, -E, if you're Googling along with us at home. The 40-Day Feast is the new book, The Taste and See, The Goodness of God's Word, the subtitle. And it's a perfect, uh, it's a perfect, I don't want to say antidote, but it's a perfect complement to the, the fasting that she encourages, especially when you're leading people through a 40-day fast, uh, just on the sugar fast at the start of the year. And I know you, you do a social media fast too, which is probably becoming more and more important for people uh, over the course of uh, you know, how many years that social media has been influencing our lives. When we talk about this 40-day feast, Wendy, I'm, I'm intrigued by the concept of the moments that we spend together in the God's word, we think about the, the the way the living word of God is, you know, described to us. It's our daily bread, as it were. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about how we we understand the transformative, uh, the transform transformative is the word I'm looking for, the process there that happens when we're when we're actually doing the feasting. I think we can understand in theory, if I don't have sugar for 40 days, if I stay off social media for 40 days, I know what kind of impact that's going to have on me physically and emotionally. Sure. Talk about talk about the transformation that happens when we actually are really getting down on this feast here. Yeah. Well, I would say that you and I both and all the listeners know that if what we turn to all day long was Pillsbury muffins and bread, you know, and, mm, uh, and yeah. peanut butter and chocolate and cheese, we're going to start looking like it, right? You've heard the term, you are what you eat. Yes. And it, it's going to shape you, literally give you a different shape. And uh, there's a scripture that says, do not be conformed. Don't be formed to the pattern, the look, the behavior of this world, but right. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so if we are going to go with this feast analogy, then what we are ingesting should ultimately change our shape. It should transform us. We should be what we're eating. And God's word tells us in John 17, 17, that he sanctifies us with the truth. 
and his word is truth. And sanctify really is a fancy Christian word for transforming, but it means to be set apart as different, different mm. than we were mm -hmm. and different from the world. To be set apart as holy, to be set apart as looking more like Christ and less like us in need of Christ. Right. But it's a slow going process. So the same God that can save us and does save us is the God who transforms us and he uses his word to do it. Hmm. You know, I think about the, the the impact that the word of God does have on us, the transformative power. And having talked to dozens of people as if you who you you can see it in their lives, you can you can hear it in their voice, you can it's evident in the way that they act. And yet I wonder how many of us, you know, miss that verse of scripture that says, you know, what, what happens when you look at yourself in the mirror, if you turn away and you forget what your reflection's about, that's in essence what the person who is being shaped by the culture, but thinks they're being shaped by God is, is mm -hmm. actually going through. And that's why I, I, I'm grateful that you've put this together for us, this 40-day feast, because it really does help us to understand what you leave out is important, but what you bring into the equation as far as your spiritual feast is as important, if not more important, it sounds like. Absolutely. I, and it happens so um, unintentionally. You know, I, I think yeah. of the current and I like the word current, like in, in the ocean current, yeah. because we know there's another word that is the word current. And that means what's going on currently, what's going on right now. And there is a current current and it <laughs> probably has been through all time yeah. that can sweep us off course if we're not using our muscle physically using our muscle when we're swimming in the ocean it just if you're not using your muscle you will get swept away by the current and currently in our culture if we aren't using the muscle that's grown through spiritual discipline like bible reading and fasting is a spiritual discipline too uh, attending church and being in the fellowship of other godly people who are pursuing god in his word and letting his word shape them. If we're not being intentional, we will unintentionally go the way of the world. That's mm. why the warning is so clear. Do not be conformed. Conformed is passive, but transformed is, is muscular. Yes, it's intentional. Yes. It's mm -hmm. purposeful. And it's an invitation. Hey, God says through his word, come to me. Let me do this with you. Let me refine you. And I'll give you peace in the process. I'll give you rest, but I'm also going to give you truth, and that is going to transform your life. Mm. Great words of exhortation and encouragement from Wendy Speak today here on The Bottom Line. The book is called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's just now out, and I highly recommend it. More of this conversation in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. Life insurance will never replace the person you love, but that money can help you get through life when it feels impossible. When your life insurance claim is denied while you're already dealing with so much, you need someone on your side. Stephanie Cover of Coverlaw used to work for the insurance companies. She challenges and understands the way insurance companies think. Hire Stephanie to file a life insurance appeal while everything is still fresh in your mind. Don't let the insurance company get away with greedy behavior while you're in mourning. Stephanie Cover will do everything in her power to get you the financial protection which was promised to you as a beneficiary of the policy. The money from the life insurance proceeds can supplement your income so you can support yourself throughout the process of bereavement. Save Stephanie's number or call her now at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. 
or you can fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash Coverlaw. Stephanie Cover, she knows the other side. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Wendy Speak is my guest today here on the program, and we're talking about uh, the 40-day feast, tasting and seeing that the goodness of God is available to all of us. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. If you've ever done Wendy's fasts, either her 40-day sugar fast or her 40-day social media fast, you know that she does this nationally, uh, all across the country, and on well, internationally too, on social media, ironically. So you do the 40-day sugar fast online, and uh, that starts January 1st, and they're in the middle of doing that right now. And then the 40-day social media fast coincides with Lent. But the 40-day feast is important because... This is the type of uh, resource I think that a lot of people really look forward to, especially this time of year. When you think about your life in Christ, you think about what it means to be a Christian, oftentimes as we approach the Lenten season, uh, we get get it in our heads that what we need to do is to think in terms of things that we need to give up. And uh, it's amazing how giving up is, you know, certain things is important. But also, what do you add? What do you bring in? And I've really been motivated this year uh, for us in the body of Christ to think about the things that we feast upon as well. I know Laura Harris-Smith and her husband Chris pastor a church in the Nashville area, and they're one of the few evangelical churches I know of that also celebrate all of the feasts from the Old Testament, because as near as we can tell, Jesus didn't say, "Don't, don't do the feasts anymore. Ash Wednesday is coming up February 22nd. And I encourage you to think not only of things that you can give up for Lent and know that that's the six days of the week and then on Sunday you don't, uh, but then also things that you can add into your spiritual discipline. And one of the reasons that uh, I'm glad Wendy's with us today here is to talk about that very issue. Her book is called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and we do have a copy of the book to give away. And for everyone who tunes into the program at the beginning of the program and they get to hear this first part of the interview, uh, you get first dibs. <laughs> so Crystal standing by, 800-227-5278. She'll be happy to take your call. We have one copy of Wendy Speaks' book, 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. If you are looking for a 40-day journey to embark on during this Lenten season that starts in a couple weeks, I encourage you to take a look at this book. Um, it, it, there's so much, oftentimes we look at our faith in Christ as a, I've, I want to avoid sin, Jesus paid the penalty for my sin, and so therefore no more sin, and that's good. But sometimes we just look at God as fire insurance, you know, paid for my debt, that's great, thank you God for doing that. But what does it really mean to feast upon his word, to be a part of the body of Christ that it drinks the living water and eats of the living bread, the bread of life? That's what this resource is for. This resource is for, and we have more of my conversation with author Wendy Speak coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Wendy Speak is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. She's the author of the brand new book called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word is the subtitle. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com in addition to her website, wendyspeak, S-P-E-A-K-E, dot com. This book is very helpful. It's very practical, which is good news, because I'm sure a lot of times if someone had heard the first half of our conversation so far, and they heard us talking, I don't want to say theoretically, but, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about, you know, how we how we use God's word and how we let it transform us. But I know one of the things that is a hallmark with your 40-day sugar fast, 40-day social media fast, and now with this feast, is how practical the the layout is for this book. Talk about that, if you would. 
Sure. This really is a, I call it a meaty devotional. You know, some devotionals <laughs> are a 300 words, a chapter. Yeah. This is more like a blog post or a short article, okay. three, four pages, and the print isn't small. So it's not going to be so consuming that you feel like you can't keep up. Um, so there are 40 chapters, 40 daily readings, but the goal of this one isn't really that my book's the feast. Well, I hope my book is good. It's not the good book. So my book is more like an appetizer to whet your appetite for right. the feast that is the word of God. So at the end of every chapter, there is a suggestion of Bible reading, a, a chapter of the Bible um, to take you deeper. But it, you use the word practical. Roger, I hope that it is. The goal isn't that we read our Bibles. The goal is that we spend time with the God of the Bible, not that we know our Bible, but with that we know God. And so I want to invite people into the word. Let's talk about how we can know God. But before we talk about the practical how, the opening chapters is more like, well, why? And our why really is a who. We read our Bible as I just said, to know the God of the Bible. Let's taste and see how sweet he is, enjoy his presence, prepare our hearts to encounter him. And then as we shift to the middle section of those 40 days, we do get practical. And then there at the end, the goal is that we realize if we're not intentional, if mm. we're not purposeful with this shaping, transforming word of God, sanctifying, that we will go the way of the culture. But you can go to the way of the culture while you're reading the Bible. Like you really have to be purposeful. That's why the, we're encouraged in James. Don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. There's that next step. You got to do what it says. Right. So that's where we end up is really now how do we how do we do what it says? So, again, just trying really hard to be practical because we want to be people of the book even yes. after we close the book. Yes, that's for sure. Wendy Speak is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. The new book we're discussing is The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. It's a brand new devotional just now out, and I highly recommend it. It's up at thebottomlineshow.com. You have a couple of entries here, Wendy, that I wanted to ask you about because, I mean, I, not that we have a lack of understanding on this, but rather because I appreciate the fact that you included this part of the study in here, the fact that the word of God is the word made flesh. It's the mm -hmm. word, I mean, it basically, if you were trying to read the Bible, oftentimes people would read the Bible and say, you know, I don't really understand the Bible, but you counter and say, well, you know, that's, it's interesting that you don't necessarily feel like you understand it because the Bible really understands you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, talk about that exchange. I mean, that happens because I think sometimes we still think it's static, right? I have my Bible, I get my notepad out, I take my notes, and then I fold it up, pray, and then my Bible stays there. Not that it actually does come with me and transform me. Mm, yeah, well, I love it. I really enjoyed um, studying this time. Um, I'm more of an emotional storyteller. I tell stories of this is what it's looked like in my life. And, oh, I love this verse. Mm -hmm. But I did more study for this one. And I really enjoyed studying the original um, uh, Greek and Hebrew at different parts. And mm -hmm. I loved the Greek words for um, for the word, that the word was made flesh. And there are a couple different words that could be translated into word. But the one that was chosen, logos, actually means not a statement, like a word, a statement, like I'm hungry, mm -hmm. but 
a complete message. The total message, not a sentence, is mm-hmm. what we're where we're given um, that that picture there that that Jesus, the Word made flesh, wasn't just a a bit of what God wanted to send us. He was the total package. He was the whole message of redemption. He was the whole message of the Father's love. He was all of it. And the, the more I sat with that, the more I thought. God had a message for us, a total, complete message, and he didn't want us to miss it. So he took the total message, he wrapped it in flesh, and he sent the whole message to us in the person of Jesus Christ. And when we encounter the one who is the word made flesh through his word, whether it's a section of our Bibles written in red ink or black, we are encountering the one who is the word and this really is more than a bible study and checking off that 15 minutes in the morning this is a relationship the god of the bible wants to be in relationship with us so desperately that he wrapped the message in flesh sent it to us the message became a messenger because he wanted us to be in relationship with the author of this book I love it. And and it's so encouraging when you read the 40 day feast by Wendy speak, you will, you will have that experience and you will, you'll understand that even though some of the things that we're reading about sin, about our fleshly desires and things like that, uh, they, well, they, they, they're going to hurt a little bit, but they're going to hurt in the same way that when you go to the gym and you start lifting Mm -hmm. weights and when you start saying, I got to change my diet, I got to change my exercise routine and whatever, that kind of pain is leading to ultimate gain, and you begin to realize what momentary light afflictions look like. Mm-hmm. Wendy Speak is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. Her book is called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Just a couple minutes left in our time together, Wendy, and it's gone by much too quickly here. Uh, what is your hope for the person? I mean, right now you mentioned that, we're, that this is the kind of kind of the, the early days of the release of the book, but what is your hope for someone who says, oh, I've read Wendy's stuff before, or maybe, hey, Hey, this is the first time I've heard about it. What is your hope for someone who's going to get something out of this once they've said, I want to join the feast? I'm going to take the invitation to come yes. to the table here and follow what you're doing. Oh, man. Uh, the hope is simple. Um, open your Bible and open yourself up to the God of the Bible. Mm. We have so many of us, you know, I'll, I'll put myself in the category in seasons of my life who are Bible believers but not Bible readers. And let's be Bible readers who are so transformed by the word of God that other people read the Bible as they read our lives, as they get into fellowship with us. Some of that fellowship we've had with God himself in the pages of his holy communication, it's going to rub off on them. Um, But there are many reasons, Roger, why, why Bible believers aren't Bible readers. There's the distractedness, like what we're talking about with our phone. We got a fork in one hand, we got a phone in the other, and (laughs) we're just too busy, distracted, and our hands are too full to pick up our Bibles. So let's pinpoint those things we're turning to. Let's set them down for 40 days. Again, we've got Lent coming up, and maybe that's where you need to start to awaken your hunger for God's word. But there are other reasons. Another reason isn't distractedness and... Um, laziness as much as ineptness. Oh goodness. I don't even know where to start. Right. Right, right. I I, I don't understand the biblical narrative. Uh, I tried opening my Bible. I opened it to Leviticus and I was confused. So I didn't try. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So those people, I would say, do the feast with me because we're going to talk about the simplicity 
of the story, that biblical narrative. And wherever it is you're starting, what's going on there? And why does it apply to your life? Because it is living and active. It does lift off the page of your Bible and drop like a deposit into your current life. We read it in context, in biblical context, but it applies to the context of our lives. How does it, how does it do it? What does that even mean, Wendy? Well, let's talk about it one day at a time, one course at a time over the course of 40 courses of this beast. I love it. I love it. And it's, it, it sounds so appetizing you know, to use oh, the analogy yes. there. Can't wait to get started here. The 40 day feast by Wendy speak, taste and see the goodness of God's word. It's up at the bottom line show.com and probably the top Christian devotional release right now. And the, for obvious reasons, uh, check out the link at the bottom line show.com. Also the link for Wendy speak.com as well. Wendy, thank you for taking the time with us today. Thanks for this great new book. We appreciate spending time with you here on the bottom line. God blessing God's richest blessings to you you and your family. Thank you so much. Well, it's, I appreciate that, Wendy, and we have a great conversation every time we do get together. Uh, Wendy Speaks' brand new book is The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. If you're Googling Wendy, uh, you can find her at wendyspeak.com. It's S-P-E-A-K-E is how you spell her last name. She's in the Dallas area. We have one copy of this book, 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word, to give away. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, you'll be asking for Wendy Speaks' book, 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 the number to get you through to the bottom line. As we continue, we're going to take a look at a couple of uh, tragic events that have happened in California over the past, uh, well, 72 hours now, starting with the shooting death in Monterey Park over the weekend and then extending into Half Moon Bay and into Oakland. We'll give you an update on what's going on there. Coming up next as the bottom line continues. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to an expectant mother is the gift of the first picture she'll ever have of her son or daughter in the womb. That comes through an ultrasound, and our friends at Preborn have an opportunity for us to make more of these ultrasounds a reality. Every time you give a donation of $28 to Preborn, that means one more ultrasound can take place. But how about giving enough money for an ultrasound machine? The cost is $15,000. It's a sizable investment. But every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts at least 10 years. Now take that cost $15,000 and divide that by 2,500. Okay, now you begin to see how the cost per ultrasound goes down even more once we have more ultrasound machines to donate into preborn clinics. Make a donation right now to preborn. It's completely tax deductible, and every penny, every dollar you donate right now is going to the purchase of an ultrasound machine. 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com. That's K-B-R-I-T-E radio.com. Click on the banner for Preborn and make your best donation right now. $25, $50, $100, it all counts towards saving babies' lives. kbrightradio.com. Hit the Preborn banner right now. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. My thanks again to Wendy Speak, S-P-E-A-K-E, -E, the author of the great new book called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. If you are looking for a Bible study devotional to use, especially with Lent, now we're about a month away. Ash Wednesday is February 22nd, which puts Easter around April 4th or wherever that lands. Um, you have an opportunity 
to uh, to really taste and see the goodness of God's Word during this 40 days coming up. Uh, we've got a copy of the book up at thebottomlineshow.com and one copy to give away right now. Crystal is taking your calls at 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, at the start of the program today, I mentioned that it appears, I mean, it's Super Tuesday, and we weren't going to talk about politics at all. But then we started talking about California's Proposition 1 that passed by voters on November the 8th. And I think it, it passed under false pretenses. You know, I mean, the, the, the idea that the progressive left was able to convince enough voters in the People's Republic of California that um, their constitutional rights were in jeopardy, that democracy was at risk. And the only way to maintain that was to vote yes on Prop 1. That's not true. You know that. I know that. But there were millions of California voters who were deceived. And there will be no repercussions from left-leaning media who announce and pronounce, well, if you don't, if you vote for Republicans, that's the end of democracy. Uh, we, we've got to watch out for their judicial appointments because they have those far overreaching, oh, Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito and Neil Gorsuch and uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Did, I don't know if you happen to see over the weekend, you know how the left values its privacy so much and progressives are just all about privacy. Unless somebody offends them. And then what was this past weekend? On the January 22nd, which was the 50th anniversary of the passing of Roe versus Wade, of course, it was a different celebration because pro-lifers are saying, yay, we don't have to do this on a federal level anymore. It's still a big issue for the states. But pro-abortion side, well, well, this is a dark day for democracy and your democracy is at risk. And oh, you know, Clarence Thomas was emailing with his wife and she wanted the election overturned. So therefore, he's a dangerous threat. The same people who value their privacy and were horrified that someone broke into Paul Pelosi's home, and we all should be horrified that the Speaker of the House's home was vandalized. Remember that story back before the election? Remember the follow-up to that crazed lunatic who... Yeah, yeah. It's no longer convenient for the left-leaning media, so no one cares about that. But there were the leftists all over social media, Twitter in particular, giving out the home addresses of Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh and saying, let's make sure we protest in front of their homes on January 22nd before they headed off to some rally where they were going to do whatever they're going to do. Uh, you know, leftist values, I mean, I guess the, 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 the saying goes, if it weren't for double standards, progressives wouldn't have any standards at all. And my prayer with this program is that for those of us who are more conservative, those of us who are part of the church, that we would not have double standards either, that we would always be able to give an answer to anyone who asks for an accounting of why we believe what we believe, especially as it pertains to our faith in God. And that's why I can wholeheartedly say I support the Second Amendment. I support people's right to own guns in spite of the fact that there were two, uh, well, three now, what classify as mass shootings that took place here in the People's Republic of California, one in Monterey Park, California. We discussed that one yesterday at ad nauseum. And then one that happened at Half Moon Bay on uh, yesterday. Uh, Half Moon Bay, of course, coastal area, about 30 miles south of San Francisco. Seven people were killed at that mass shooting. It happened in two different locations in uh, Half Moon Bay area. Um, it, it's, you know, it, of course, what do you get? I mean, this is a, an area that was recently pounded by a lot of the heavy rainstorms. There were a lot of immigration laborers in the area. This is according to Reuters. I love the way they put that. 
You know, if if your party's in power and you're okay, immigration laborers is fine. But if they don't add your cause, they're illegals. Uh, you know, those atmospheric rivers three weeks after Christmas, there were 20 people who wound up losing their lives statewide as a result of the uh, the natural disasters. Ten of those deaths could have been prevented. They were people who were driving in areas where they were told not to drive. I'm not saying that they would have survived, if, but, you know, you never know. Um, according to San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus, the suspect in the Half Moon Bay shooting is someone called Shuntili Zhao, 67 years of age. He worked at one of the locations where they were, they were um, apparently both of the shooting sites were nurseries. And nursery, of course, not worth children, but nursery where they're growing plants and things of that nature. Lots of farm workers working there. Um, there were children who were working there as well. Uh, please, the San Mateo County, they're, they're basically saying, please don't pay any attention to the fact that most of the people working here were illegal and there were kids who were also working here too. We need to focus on those guns because the guns are the real problem and the fact that this guy had a gun and was shooting. By the way, shooter in Monterey Park, 72 years of age. Shooter in San Mateo, 67 both of them of Asian descent, or so it would appear. Uh, it appears that the suspect drove uh, himself into the San Mateo County uh, Sheriff's Department to turn himself in, and that's when it all happened. Um, it's interesting because people were coming to the Sheriff's Department in droves saying, I've got information, I've got information. We want to bring a, a law-abiding end to this awful event. But here was Governor Newsom. Once again, here we got a tragedy involving guns. We need stricter gun enforcement. President Biden, well, we need common sense gun reform, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, I don't know how many times we have to say this, but we'll keep saying it till we're blue in the face. And I say guys directed at the president and the governor. No disrespect intended. Guys is a euphemism. It's a colloquialism. It means people of all different... <laughs> men and women use the term, you guys, as like in the South, they say y'all. But guys in Sacramento and on Capitol Hill, the people who wanted to get the guns and do harm to other people were going to find a way to get guns and do harm to other people. If you have a problem with people who drive their cars very dangerously and you enforce strict speed limits on California highways, guess what's going to happen? People are still going to drive too fast. They're still going to drive recklessly. And unfortunately, lives will be lost. Changing the law will not change the heart. But this is the beautiful thing, I think, for us as Christians. And that is, when we look at God's word and we see the biblical law that is written in there, we hold that literally left like a mirror to our hearts and we say, wait, God's natural law is written on the hearts of everyone he ever created. Do we choose to live by it? Do we choose to not live by it? Those who choose to live by it as a reflection of the saving grace and faith in Jesus Christ that we have because of the gift of salvation God has given us, we hold it up and say, oh my goodness, if, I, if I'm measuring up to that law, that's great. If I'm not, well, I can repent. I can turn from the unlawful way and turn toward the righteous way. And eventually, over time, as part of the sanctification process, that turnabout happens less and less because you're not sinning as much. Plus you get older and you don't need stuff. You're not, you're not lusting after things of the flesh as much. You're just waiting for your eternal home. But I'm glad we have laws. We need laws. God gives us temporal governments here to make sure that we don't kill each other. 
because our sinful nature means we would. But the law also gives some people a standard to say, well, I don't care what the law is. I'm in pain or I'm angry or I'm upset or I'm disappointed and I'm going to shoot. And this is something we have to pay serious attention to. Not the fact that guns are killing people. People using guns are killing people. But the fact is you have to ask the question, why is it that some people can use a gun and not kill somebody? They'll use it to defend their home, defend their property, to defend an innocent person. But why do other people use them for malintent? What we saw here in uh, Half Moon Bay, seven more people dead. The death toll is 18 in these two attacks. And we're going to take a quick break and talk about a third one that also happened yesterday as well. This one has a slightly different incident, though, uh, and a slightly different way that it came about. We'll talk about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Just a few moments left in your opportunity to uh, give us a call. Give Crystal a call right now at 800-227-5278. If you didn't hear my conversation earlier with author Wendy Speak, S-P-E-A-K-E, talking about her new book, The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. Well, go back to thebottomlineshow.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you find us online, and listen, because you'll be blessed. And then call Crystal. Well, call Crystal now, because you can't listen to the whole interview in three minutes. Uh, but we only have three minutes left for you to call in and get your name in for the drawing for Wendy Speaks book. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line for Wendy Speaks' book called 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the uh, two mass shootings that took place here in the People's Republic of California yesterday. And when I mention mass shootings, it should be noted that we are quick to point out there were 11 people shot and killed in Monterey Park on late Saturday night. Uh, there were nine other people who were wounded. It were, was originally 10 people killed at the scene, 10 people wounded, but one more person uh, passed away as a result of their wounds in that uh, shooting in two different locations on Saturday. Then yesterday, you had the uh, shooting of seven people in Half Moon Bay over two different locations uh, uh, who wound up losing their lives. And then uh, Monday night, there was a, uh, uh, again, a shooting that took place, one dead, seven injured at a gas station. In, uh, it was a Valero gas station in Oakland, California. Witnesses told police the gas station took place at Seminary Avenue and uh, MacArthur Boulevard. And what's interesting about this is uh, uh, apparently the Oakland Police Department confirmed around 6 p.m. Uh, they responded to a report, a shot spotter activation on their arrival. They found out that uh, there... Apparently, they were shooting a music video at this gas station and shots fired, one dead, seven injured. The reason we give the specifics here is because the media definitely has a definition of a mass shooting and a mass killing. Anytime a gun is used and three people other than the shooter are involved, it is now classified as a mass shooting. Oftentimes, you, know, you think of the, the Highway 91, whatever it was, the Country Festival in Vegas a few years ago, uh, that shooting where hundreds of people were shot at, 50 or 60 wound up losing their lives. Oftentimes, we think of that as a mass shooting, and it really is. But now, a mass shooting involves, if there's a gunman shooting and three other people are around, and they may be police officers, that is considered a mass shooting as well. So you know, I'm not minimizing the damage, but it's important that we understand, I believe, 
what it is the media are talking about when they refer to these events. And Lord, we just lift up um, our state and our nation to you right now for the number of people who feel uh, compelled, who are in such pain, uh, feeling the need to uh, alleviate that pain by potentially ending the lives of other people. There are uh, 19 residents of the state of California who have lost their lives over the past 72 hours because of guns and because of mental illness and because of other challenges that lead people to do that. Father, we're trusting that they these people are in your care. We pray uh, earnestly, if not even somewhat naively, that uh, many of them who may have known you um, and they are, are therefore our brothers and sisters in Christ, and we pray um, that you have received them into your loving arms now. For those whose lives have been rocked by this, though, Father, please use this as a time, uh, and all things work together for good time, to uh, help us understand uh, what it is about sharing our faith with others in times of grief, why we should be first responders to be there with a shoulder to cry on, with a hug, with a cup of coffee or whatever is necessary, just to say, let me, let me weep with you while you're weeping. Let me mourn with you while you're mourning. And help us to use this as an opportunity not to politicize. I mean, there are obviously political ramifications, but to, uh, to evangelize instead and to preach the good news, not so much in our words, but just in our physical actions and responses uh, to these senseless tragedies that have happened three times now in the state of California over the past several days. Father, we lift up the survivors' families. Uh, we lift up the survivors themselves and the victims' families as well. We ask all these things in Jesus' precious and powerful name. Amen. For our KCBC audience, Rabbi Schneider awaits you in Discovering the Jewish Jesus. That's coming up next on KCBC. For those who remain on the network, time for our weekly update, or excuse me, monthly update with Greg Harris, the president and CEO of Through the Bible, ttb.org. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. From the studios of The Bottom Line Show flagship affiliate KBRT in Southern California, I'm Roger Marsh, joined in studio. And actually, if you're watching on myhopenow.com, this is our first video foray with Greg Harris, the president and CEO of Through the Bible, ttb.org. Greg Harris, welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. Always, always such a, a joy to be with you and to see you. I mean, yes. ever since COVID started, we've done these things just hearing each other's voices. So yeah. great to see you again. Yeah, like, likewise. And I know there are so <laughs> many things that have been happening uh, with Through the Bible. And, you know, people, I, I, I'm going to preface this segment by talking about the fact we're going to talk about what's new at TTB. Yeah. But I think it's important for us to realize there are a lot of people who look at the ministry through the Bible and they think analog cassettes. They think of Jay yeah. Vernon Begin in the 1970s. And the perception is through the Bible is still kind of that ministry. I don't think people realize how much new uh, and hip and happening technology is <laughs> happening with through the Bible. Talk about that, Greg. Well, and it's it starts with the mission, which is the whole word to the whole world. Yeah. So what people, people that still think that, and I understand why they hear Dr. McGee's voice, which by the way, we are now in the fifth, uh, sorry, the 11th five-year cycle. I knew a five was in there Incredible. somewhere. Yes. <laughs> that, that means we're in the 55th, you know, we're coming up on 55 years of airing this five-year cycle and, and people still want to hear it, which is wonderful. It's Amen. awesome. But, um, but the mission is greater than that. The mission is the whole word for the whole world. And it's very important as I explain some of these new things and why we're doing these cutting edge things. And really they are. I mean, we're not trying to be cool or cutting edge. You know me, I'm not cool. I don't do cool. Oh, you're uh, tragically hip. Great. Yeah, <laughs> tragically hip. That's right. Um, but uh, we, we really, we do this. It's all driven by the mission. And yes. because we are so... Um, 
committed to getting the whole word to the whole world, we're going to do whatever it takes. And, you know, people that hear me on the radio with Steve Schwetz, I often say if carrier pigeons were the most cost effective way, we'd be using carrier pigeons or hot yeah. air balloons or whatever. <laughs> but these are all things that you do to get into North Korea. That, that's a whole nother story. But uh, but yeah, we are we're so excited. Uh, God has really uh, provided, most importantly, the people it's very hard, as you know, to find uh, very good technology people to work in ministry yes. because people that work in ministry, it isn't about money, right? The old saying, it, it's about you work for love, not money when you work mm -hmm. in ministry, right? Yeah. And and we're happy to do that. We love we love to serve in the ministry, but people that have technological gifts can often make two, three, four, five times what they could make in a ministry setting. Yeah. And I'm not condemning them for that. I'm just saying it's tough to get people. We have an amazing team of people, Roger. We have, uh, including sort of contractors and developers that we hire, uh, not that don't maybe work full-time, but are serving our team. We have over 50 technologists now working wow. to build some of the things I'm going to share with you uh, here through the Bible. That's amazing because Greg Harris has been, we've been having these visits now for going on six, seven years. <laughs> yeah. And over the course of time, I think one of the things that I marvel about is how God continues to bless the ministry. I mean, it's no mm -hmm. surprise there, especially during the pandemic. But the fact that you work with, I, I don't want to call it a skeleton crew, mm -hmm. but the team at Through the Bible has, yeah. is so nimble and so mobile. And, and you and I have had many a conversation about how difficult it is for ministries to be this effective yeah. and not carry a lot of uh, baggage, as yeah. it were, you know, with buildings, uh, equipment, with uh, even with people. And the fact that you guys run so lean and mean, I think is a testament to uh, you know that kind of spiritual warfare yeah. that we're all fighting right now. It says, let's get the best people in the best positions. Yeah, and and so if you look at the way we're structured, which may not be interesting to people, but in terms of nimbleness and leanness, we still have less than ten full time staff at Through the Bible. What Incredible. we've done is we've 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 sort of stood up a separate organization under the leadership of an amazing man named uh, Troy Carl. Troy is really, if you ever listen to any of the audio scriptures on version, for example, or you see all the different languages, Troy really was the one that spearheaded that at a ministry called Faith Comes by Hearing, the recording of so many of the, they now have 1800 audio Bibles or portions mm. of the Bible recorded in audio. And that is the, he, he had left the ministry, was moving into some other things. And I reached out to him as an old friend and just said, Hey, can you recommend somebody to me? And he said, well, how about me? And I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's like saying, uh, can I get Dr. Dobson? Can you, can you tell me somebody that might, you know, be a, an expert on the family? And he'd say, yeah. how about me? I yeah. mean, it's an amazing thing that God has done. Uh, but the important thing is let's, let me share some of the things that, that we're now up to. Okay. Let's get to it. Here's what's um, new at CTV. Yeah, here's what's new. And there's so many things that are new. But the, the first thing is we call this our flagship app. And you and I are doing this on Zoom. And I'll, ex I'll explain it so our audio listeners, our radio listeners can hear it. But maybe you'll want to go on My Hope now and actually see this. But yeah. uh, our flagship app, uh, which I'm going to just show to you right now, is, is it has the English program. Uh, th this We just released this uh, within the last year. And it has, but here's what's exciting. It has the Bible. So you can go on here and you'll see on the hamburger menu on the left, we have the whole Bible. So you can actually uh, read and or listen to the Bible on our app while you are 
listening to Dr. McGee. And so one mm. of the things that we encourage our regular Bible bus passengers to do is read the scripture before you hear Dr. McGee teach it. You get yeah. much more out of it. But we've also built in this pretty cool functionality. So I'm just going to randomly pick uh, Genesis 2, okay? And you can touch any verse in the whole Bible, and it will bring up the related teaching from Dr. McGee, okay? We're going we're gonna to go back to the Bible. I'm going to just touch and hold any verse, and it yeah. opens up. So one of the folks we showed this to uh, at NRB, the National Religious Broadcaster, said, well, that's an audio study Bible. Because when you think about mm. a study Bible, you're reading it, and you want to see the comments that John MacArthur or whoever, Charles Ryrie, and this is really exciting. So it's important that people understand this when we talk about our other apps, because all of this functionality is built into it. Now, what what is really exciting is the fact that, oh, sorry about that. It's now giving me the audio Bible so I can read it. I can hear it. I can touch any verse and hear Dr. McGee's teaching on it. And one reason we did that, Rogers, I've met so many people, particularly pastors or people like yourself, pastors uh, who or t people who teach the Bible, who often tell me, hey, I have Dr. McGee's commentaries on my shelf. And I when I'm preparing a message, I want to hear or read what he has to say. Now you can hear it. Mm. Craig Harris, the president and CEO through the Bible with us today here on The Bottom Line, here on Terrestrial Radio, on the podcast, and also at myhopenow.com. So you can watch the video and get a, a firsthand display of what uh, Greg Harris is uh, talking about. Uh, ttb.org and of course this app is available at google play in the app store correct i mean you can get it oh yeah pretty much anywhere or, or at the website yeah you can go to the website you can go to uh, either of the play stores and get it and we've had great response we've already had millions of tracks played through Excellent. the app now that's only the english part we didn't get to the the really cool part which is we now we also have um if you so you go back to the study part and that has today's broadcast there's a little globe in the upper right hand corner there yeah, if I you can see it, see it. Yeah. and if you press that it says select your language and i'm just going to scroll we have over a hundred languages and again roger i want to emphasize both the bible whenever we can get it because it's sometimes getting the digital rights to these bibles is not a simple matter but we have uh, I know we have dozens and dozens of, we have the Bible. So here I'm going to pick uh, Khmer, okay, in Cambodian. Uh -huh. I'm going to select the language and you can see it automatically changes to the, the script of the Khmer language. So the, what, what is so exciting is you could meet someone, uh, uh, anyone, an Uber driver, someone in a restaurant. And if you say, Hey, what, what country are you from? And they say, well, I'm from Cambodia. You could say, well, I have an app that has Khmer on it. Are you interested in that? Mm. And uh, we had a story. In fact, uh, you know, I think Ray Allery, who's a, yeah. uh, the Canadian director of Through the Bible and just yes. a guy that just bleeds ministry. He just everywhere he goes, he oozes ministry. He was in the middle of Canada in Winnipeg and he met uh, a lady who was waiting a table and she was from, obviously from India. And he said, what part of India are you from? And and she said, I'm from Kerala, which is uh, where the language is Malayalam. And he said, uh, I have a really good friend uh, who speaks Malayalam. And she said, who? And he said, George Philip. She said, the famous George Philip. This is the speaker on the Through the Bible Malayalam mm. program. Okay. And so Ray showed her the app and downloaded the app. And she was very excited. I love that story. Greg Harris with Through the Bible with me today here on The Bottom Line and also at myhopenow.com. 
ttb.org is where you find all things through the Bible. We're going to take a quick break and come back with more of this conversation on what's new at Through the Bible. It's coming up next as the bottom line continues. You know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, if you're an expectant mom and you go to a pregnancy health center that is in partnership with Preborn, one picture can say way more than that. And that picture I'm talking about is an ultrasound picture. Every donation that goes to Preborn goes to providing ultrasounds for women who are expecting children and they want to know what all of their options are. When you call 833-850-BABY right now, you give a gift of $28 that provides one ultrasound. But if you give a gift toward the purchase of an ultrasound machine, now that's a $15,000 investment, but every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts a minimum of 10 years. That's 2,500 ultrasounds available to women right now. Think of all the babies, thousands of babies' lives that will be saved by your donation to Preborn right now. Call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Make your best donation right now. $50, $100. Maybe you want to give $15,000. It's completely tax deductible. We've had a couple of bottom line listeners step up and do just that. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. Greg Harris is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh from the studios of The Bottom Line Show flagship affiliate KBRT here in Southern California and broadcasting all throughout the Crawford Broadcasting Radio Network. Uh, This is just radio is a part of Through the Bible. If you like listening to Dr. McGee and hearing Greg and Steve Schwetz with their their Q&A and letter readings that go on uh, all throughout the regular weekday, uh, you have to know there's so much more happening at Through the Bible, especially when it comes to the Through the Bible app that Greg has been uh, telling us about. And also, if you are at myhopenow.com, you can actually see some of these demonstrations as well. Greg, I guess the next question is, what else is new at Through the Bible right now? Well, just before we go to what else is new, I want to make sure we cover a couple of other exciting things about our flagship app. Okay, yes. there's if if you're watching, you can see there's something that if you log in, give us just your email address and create an account. And everybody that deals with Through the Bible knows we don't do any fundraising. So right. when you give us your email address, we're not going to bombard you with requests for money. It's just so that you can keep track of your listening. So there's something called Start Your Journey, which is really exciting. You you can go into that and then you can explore the different books of the Bible. And, and those that are seeing this will see there are different colors for the different categories of books. So you've got the Gospels there are gray. You've got the Pentateuch is uh, sort of orange. The historical books are yellow. Mm-hmm. And you can go into any one of those. Let's uh, let's go into, say, First Kings. And you you can listen on your own, and it will actually track your, your listening, wow. which is really exciting. Um, we, this is particularly, we've had a lot of younger people, because obviously they listen, they may hear us on the radio, and then they get excited. We had one, I remember one young man who wrote and said, I listened to the whole five years in eight months. Mm. You know, he just, he just binged his way through it. <laughs> yeah, well, with yeah. A, a feature like this, you just set up an account in the app. And then you can actually, it will show you what you've listened to and you can keep track of it, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Mm, Uh, And then just to wrap up this, the flagship app, as we call it, we also have the notes and the outlines, which are very valuable. Uh, Dr. McGee created notes and outlines for every book of the Bible. Uh, And then we also have the 
the Saturday question and answer program in English and the Sunday sermon. So this app is is incredible. We've had great response to it. And anybody that's listening, maybe maybe you've never listened to Through the Bible and you've said, you know, I'd, I'd like to study the Bible systematically because, right, we're coming up on a new year. Yeah, it's perfect time to, to start it. And I love the fact, Greg, that you mentioned the binging aspect, because I know I, I'm not a millennial, obviously. Well, I mean, I think I'm older <laughs> than you. I got more gray hair, that's for sure. But but the idea that sometimes when I'm doing my daily Bible reading, I'll go to an audio app, I'll yep. go to something like that. And it's not uncommon to just say when you're out working out or, you know, going for a walk, doing mm -hmm. something like that, to binge for five yep. days. You know, it, it's not it, it's not uncommon. So I, it, it's nice to know that you are bingeable at Through yes. the Bible, you know, for yes. the younger audience, but also that it's there and you've got so many different ways to consume it, whether it's reading the text, hearing Dr. McGee reading it. I like that, that, that application where you can just kind of press on the text and the audio comes yep. up. It's just, it's, there, there are so many different ways to experience uh, the teaching of the word of God, but it all started with this, uh, these analog cassettes that were sent out to radio yep. stations back in the 1970s. And look at where we are right now. Greg Harris is with me today here on the bottom line. TTB.org. Greg is the president and CEO of Through the Bible. And we're taking a walk through the things that are new with the ministry of Dr. J. Vernon McGee and Through the Bible. Greg, what else do you have on your plate for us? Oh, I'm out of stuff, Roger. No, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I words you will never hear Greg Harris say. Yeah. <laughs> I have no more letters. I have no more things to tell you about. I mean, this is a man who comes in and trees are weeping yeah, every yeah, time he walks right. this, into the studio. This is my this is my short stack here, <laughs> you know, um, that I've got for you today. But yeah, uh, yeah I we have some other really exciting things. And and just one thing I want to say philosophically, because you know, everything we do is rooted in our philosophy. And you just said it. We started with cassette tapes. Dr. McGee made the famous statement shortly before he went to be with the Lord in uh, 1988, December 1st. So we're mm. now right at 34 years ago. Wow. Uh, he went to be with the Lord and we are bigger. The reach is greater. More people know who Dr. McGee is. It's, it's amazing. We're in 200 languages. His content is being translated into Roger. And this is all only God could do this because he said, play the tapes until the money runs out. So the only thing we're not doing that's perfectly pristinely in line with that is they're not tapes anymore. They're right. digital files, right? Right, right. Yeah, so, well, here we are having a satellite communication, you know, that's got video and audio and everything. And this is just the basic norm now yeah. you know, for people to do it. And I, I still consider myself a radio broadcaster, but I'm spending way more time in front of a camera these days. And, exactly. And, it's a good and, thing you're so handsome. You know, uh, that's, well, yeah. I put up somebody else's picture. Actually, you know, <laughs> I had this mask made a while ago and it still keeps working for me. Uh, we've got about five minutes left. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 talk. Let's talk new and exciting. You've got All right. So we have our communications team. You know, our VP of communications, Barb Peel, wonderful lady. And she has just brought so much uh, energy, life and, and creative ideas to helping people engage with the word of God. Because, Roger, this isn't about through the Bible. It's about getting you to systematically read and understand and engage with the, the whole word of God and the themes and the systematic thinking. It's, it's not about promoting us as a ministry. So this is a really cool thing. So many, many times our listeners have said, can you help us share the ministry through the Bible? I've heard so many stories from all around the world, not just here in the States and in Canada, where people say, uh, uh, someone encouraged me to listen. So now, and I'm showing this here on the screen, we have what we call a Bible bus pass. Because if yep. you're new to Through the Bible, Dr. McGee calls it the Bible bus. And what it is, and we have COVID to thank for this, it is a card 
with the a QR code. Now, about four years ago, most people kind of had forgotten what QR codes were. But because of COVID, if you went to a restaurant, they would not hand you a menu. They'd say, here, scan this scan with it. your camera, the mm -hmm. QR code, and it'll open up a website with our menu. So we are kind of taking advantage of that. This is for someone that you might talk to about through the Bible, and you could just hand it to them and say, if you'd like to listen, just just uh, open up your camera, and it will open up our website uh, with the Q that QR code, and they can Perfect. find all the app where they can download the YouTube, all the different ways they can listen. It's it's incredible, and it's so simple, and I love the mixture of the old and the new. I mean, the yes. fact that you know everything has gone so digitized, but here's a card with the QR code on it. You know, so somebody who wants something tangible to take a look at, but then can scan it and then uh, use it so uh, so so well. And, yes. and I like the colors too. I'm not going to lie. I just I'm, I okay. like the colors of the cards. So I think that's cool. And I actually showed you the wrong one because yeah. so if you're watching, you, you're going to get to see me make the mistake. I uh, There are three different cards that we've created. The first one, this is the one I meant to show you, and it's called Listen. Okay, the blue, blue with the yellow lettering. Yeah, listen. blue is the listen, has the QR code on the back. So let me tell you a story. Uh, I was, I'm part of this program called Global Entry, which expedites you getting through customs and immigration because I'm in and out of the country so often. It, it speeds you through, uh, through immigration and it's wonderful. But every five years you have to get renewed. So on my last trip, I, I had to come back to LAX here in Los Angeles. And then I had to wait for an hour and have an interview and get fingerprinted and all these wonderful things. Anyway, I'm talking to this lady and she said, why do you travel so much? And I said, well, I work for Christian uh, media ministry. We teach the Bible cover to cover in 200 languages around the world. And, and she said, oh, I'm a Christian and I, I, I have a two hour commute each way here to LAX. Wow. I would love that. Now, Roger, I, I fell down on the job. I, I didn't have my Bible bus pass, but that is, I gave her my business card and said, mm -hmm. go to our website. This is a perfect example of how you could hand somebody a Bible bus pass. I love it. It's great. It's, it's very, very helpful. And, and yes, there are people who still have two hour commutes. I mean, I think a lot of times we yeah. think in terms of the world has gone so on demand and everybody works from home. Uh, the fact that there are folks, we hear from bottom line listeners all the time who are calling us from mm -hmm. in the car, say, I've got... Yep an hour behind the wheel. And I love listening to your program. So that's why we love having Greg Harris on to talk about what's happening with Through the Bible. By the way, if you are in Southern California, Through the Bible is heard every weekday morning at 8.30 and every week, weekday morning at 8.30 and then afternoon at 12.30. I think that sounds about that right. That sounds about right. Yeah. And has been that way for many, many yeah. years. Uh, just go to kbrightradio.com. You can find us there. Uh, but that, that's amazing to have that type of opportunity. And it really does become, and I had a pastor years ago when I was younger, who's whose ministry motto was each one reach one. And, mm -hmm. you know, he said that the kingdom of God is not going to be a hundred thousand people in a stadium all the time. It's going to be one-to-one -one yeah. the same way the Lord was. And this is, these cards are a great way to do that. And they're very uh, low friction. You know, I mean, this is the thing that you can, you can put in somebody's hands. You don't have to confront them. I mean, uh, there, but there's a, how much time do we have? Can we, we, got do we have 60, a minute? 60 seconds left. Okay. Uh, well, there's there's two others. And if we have time in our next segment, maybe we can just uh, go into a little more detail. But one is the one I showed you originally, the orange one is share. And that takes you to the part of our website that we call How Can I Know God or the evangelistic portion. So mm -hmm. this is a wonderful thing that people can. By the way, they, we give these out for free in packs of 10. Uh, so call 1-800-65-BIBLE and, and they'll, we'll send them to you. No 
no strings attached. We just ask that you give these out. But let's say you're talking to somebody about the gospel and you don't have time to maybe share the whole gospel and you just say, you know what? Use this card, go to that website, and you will read some great resources about how you can know God. I think that's wonderful. It wraps up our time for this edition of the conversation with Greg Harris. We're going to have more of these. They come up every month. So if you didn't, if we didn't cover stuff, and I know Greg still has that stack we have to get through, um, <laughs> I encourage you to call uh, 865-BIBLE-TTB.org. Ask about the cards, the Bible bus passes, as it were, and uh, use them as a great resource. Get the app from the TTB website or from Google Play or the App Store, wherever you do your downloading, and make sure you put these uh, resources into practice because uh, the whole idea, getting the whole word to the whole world is happening through a variety of different platforms and through the Bible has their hand in just about every one of them. Uh, Greg Harris, President and CEO of Through the Bible, uh, thank you so much for this monthly visit today here on The Bottom Line. Great to be with you. Well, thank you, sir. Always great to get time with Greg Harris, of course, the president and CEO of Through Through the Bible, as I mentioned before, ttb.org. And check your local listings. Every Bottom Line Show affiliate carries through the Bible, and it's an honor and privilege to have partnered with uh, TTB for these many years, but also uh, with Greg <laughs> for these many years as well. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, by the way, I've got an update for you on our friends at Preborn and the goal that we have to get another ultrasound machine donated here in California uh, from Bottom Line Show listeners. That's coming up next as the Bottom Line continues. Get your money out of a traditional 401k or IRA now. What we have is we have a problem in the sense that, and I've got a big pot of money. No one's advising me on what to do with this big pot of money. And so I'm just kind of putting it all over the place. People in the early 50s and early 60s, when they went to work, they had pension plans. Hey, they knew when they retired, they're going to have a pension plan. Well, it is a real challenge when you think about the fact that here I am, now I'm retired, and you're now responsible for everything to do with your retirement, everything to do with the growth, everything to do with what you're going to do. And so this kind of gives you a feeling of relief to know that, hey, that, that I'm not the only one out here suffering. When you see the, the severity of what the 401k has limited you to, and you realize that it really isn't what it was cracked up to be, this kind of takes them down the road and shows them how easily that can be solved. Call 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial Services for simply better alternatives. My thanks again to Greg Harris, the president and CEO of Through the Bible, ttb.org. Every month, Greg stops by. We have a visit. It's wonderful to get to know him. As a matter of fact, we've got, uh, we actually have some merchandise, if you will. They call it merch in the industry from our friends at Through the Bible. It just came today. Um, as I get a chance to look at it and find out if we can get some more of these little great Minute with McGee things, you'll be the first to know, and we'll be giving them away here on the bottom line. Hey, I want to wrap up today's program by thanking everybody who's called in over the past couple of days and even during the program today, Diana in Carson with a $140 donation, uh, Victoria in Aliso Viejo, uh, Robert in San Diego, Donna in Santa Ana, Theodore in Lakeside, and Steve in Culver City, who've all made donations in the past day or two to our friends at Preborn. We have a goal of rescuing 2,000 kids this year. And uh, by the end of this month, I'd like to see if we how close we can get to 500. But I started the program today with a daily challenge to remember to pray for preborn and to make a, a, a significant impact. I wanted to thank here at this, if we wrap up here, Pamela, who called in from Lakewood. And she did so over the weekend and made a donation of $20 a month to preborn. 
And this is significant because $20 a month almost gets us to one child. It's $28 per kid. So, But a $20 monthly contribution means that you're investing on a regular basis to preborn. And you can do so, I mean, take as large or small a gift as you want to. I mean, basically for less than a dollar a day, you can save the life of one preborn baby by providing an ultrasound for his or her mom. The ultrasound gives them the ultrasound image and also lets them hear the heartbeat for the first time. And 83% of the women who find uh, they have that experience wind up keeping their child or releasing the child for adoption. In other words, the baby gets life. And 10,000 women last year who came into preborn clinics found the Lord. And that is the greatest gift of all. 833-850-BABY is the number to call or go to kbrightradio.com. We have goals whether it's $28 donation to save a life or $15,000 donation to provide another ultrasound machine. But ultimately, the main goal is life, physical life to preserve for the life of the mother and the child, but also uh, spiritual life, the eternal gift of salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ for these women who come to these preborn clinics. That is the good news, and that is the bottom line. 